Have you ever thrown a rock or a pebble into the still waters of a pond or lake? Did you notice how the little waves ripple away from the center in circles and continue on and on? The same thing happens every day in our lives. Little things we do create ripple effects that can sometimes result in good things and sometimes make bad things happen to other people, even people we have never met. Suppose one morning you happen to see a friend who's grumpy, if we're not the ones, and somewhat unhappy. You give him or her a big smile and say hello. Since smiles are contagious, they give you a smile right back and suddenly feel better. If so, they smile at someone else. The ripple effect can continue to others all from that one smile you gave. Now allow me to share with you another ripple effect. One early evening on a lonely country road, an old man was standing on a bridge high above a deep river. He had just dropped a pebble over the railing to see how long it would take to hit the water. As he watched the ripples fanning out, along came a pickup truck. It slowly came to a stop, but the motor was kept running. The old man noticed the name painted on the door Todd's Greenhouse Nurseries. Walking up to the window, he saw a man behind the wheel with his head bowed low, breathing heavily. Is anything wrong, he asked. Yes, the man said quietly. I think I am having a heart attack. I'm trying to get to the hospital. Let me help you, said the old man. You shouldn't be driving. The hospital is a good 10 miles from here. I know, mumbled the man. I'm Jack Todd. I'm a widower. I was all alone at my nursery after my employees had left for the day. Don't worry, Jack, said the old man. I'll drive you there. He opened the door, took the wheel, and drove as fast as he could down the road. When they arrived at the emergency entrance to the hospital, the attendants rushed out with a wheelchair and quickly wheeled Jack Todd to the emergency room. The old man waited throughout the night. He knew what it was like to be all alone without family or friends in times of need. He too was a widower. He had lived alone since his wife had died several months before. The doctors were able to save Jack Todd's life. They told the old man that Jack Todd would have died if he had arrived just a few minutes later. A week passed. Jack Todd was getting well. Several of his employees came to visit, as did the old man. While everyone was gathered around his bedside, 
Jack Todd took the hand of the old man and said to his employees, this dear and gentle man saved my life, though we were perfect strangers. And I want you to know, he created a ripple effect in all of our lives. By saving my life, he saved my business. By saving my business, he saved the jobs of 30 families. We all, we all owe him so much. There was silence as all eyes turned toward the old man. He gave a gracious smile, but there were tears in his eyes. He gently leaned over the railing of the bed and whispered to Jack Todd, I must tell you something, Jack. You saved my life. Just about, just about that time, Jack looked up and said, what do you mean? Just about the time you drove up in your truck, I was about to jump off that bridge. Now I know how important every life on earth is to every other. It is just as you said, Jack, the ripple effect. The scripture that was read to your hearing came from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. I will read it again so that we're all on the same page. Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked them. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received sight and followed Jesus along the road. It is with this scripture in mind, I have titled this message this morning simply, The Ripple Effect. Let us pray. Gracious God, I thank you for this opportunity that you have called me to preach your word on today. It is not something I take lightly. Now, Lord, allow this word to be the ripple effect in your children's life. And let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, 
for you are certainly my rock and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. As I mentioned earlier in the beginning, that if you've ever thrown a rock or a pebble into the still waters of a pond or lake, you will notice how the little waves ripple away from the center in circles and continue on and on. That is what a ripple effect does. It is the continuing and spreading results of an event or action. This morning, I'd like to talk about the four ripple effects demonstrated by faith in the passage I read to you. One, the ripple effect of the crying out. Two, the ripple effect of being heard. Three, the ripple effect of the healing. And four, the ripple effect of the following. For many of you who have been on Bible study, before pastor begins the study, he always tells us the purpose of the book we're about to dive into. And we have studied the book of Mark. And if you recall, the purpose of the gospel of Mark is to show that the Lord Jesus is the Messiah, son of God who was sent to suffer and to serve in order to rescue and restore humankind. See, in chapter 10, Jesus is on the road with his disciples preaching and teaching, preaching about marriage, preaching about divorce, teaching about serving others, predicting his death for the third time to the disciples. Usually, usually when Jesus preached or taught, a crowd would form and begin to follow him. You can only imagine if he's on the road, the crowd of people that are following him. He has performed miracles, he has given sight to the blind. I think that's a man I wouldn't mind following myself, don't you think? But understand this, Jesus' final destination, as he's headed to Jerusalem, he's headed all the way to Calvary's cross. Jesus, the disciples, and a large crowd following him came to Jericho. And as they are about to leave Jericho, because Jericho lay along the caravan en route to Jerusalem as the last stop before the difficult climb to the sacred city. As they were on their way to Jericho, they were, out of, they were coming towards where they were their way out of Jericho, Jesus had an encounter with the blind beggar Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus positioned himself alongside the road to receive some money, or as they called it back then, shekels for anyone that pleaded him. Bartimaeus was likely not the only beggar alongside the road. You see, in Jericho, it was customary to have many beggars alongside the road because most occupations of that day required some sort of physical labor. And anyone with a crippling disease or disability was at a disadvantage and was usually forced to beg. So Bartimaeus is there waiting for some sh shekels from the pilgrimage that was being made. It says in verse 47, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted even louder, 
Son of David, have mercy on me. This brings me to my first point that begins the ripple effect of faith. The crying out. Blind Bartimaeus shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Can you just imagine a crowd of people and Jesus is on the way to Jerusalem and a blind beggar on the side of the road says and cries out to Jesus, have mercy on me. He cried out when Jesus was passing by. And when he was scolded, he cried out even louder when he was told to be quiet. His crying out to Jesus demonstrated the fact that he knew who he was crying out for and the boldness of his faith. In calling Jesus son of David, Bartimaeus called him by his messianic title, son of David. This was a way of addressing Jesus as the Messiah because it was known that the Messiah would be a descendant of King David. Bartimaeus recognized he was crying out to the Messiah. And when he was rebuked and told to be quiet, he made sure he didn't allow the opinions, the comments of others to shut him down. He cried out even louder, even if he was alone in it. How many of us know that there is times People don't understand what we do, but we know what we're doing. We know whose attention we're trying to get. So we need to demonstrate that kind of boldness in our faith. He cried out for Jesus to have mercy upon him. He cried out to the merciful Messiah to have compassion upon him. Now, let me pause here and just say this. You come across Grand Central, winter, there are many homeless people inside of Grand Central. If you've ever been to Manhattan, and most of them, they're asking you for something. Now here's the blind beggar. He can't see, but he knows who's passing him by. Hear me, church. He can't see, but he knows who's passing him by. He didn't ask for any shekels. He didn't ask for something to eat. He asked for mercy. That demonstrated that at that moment, Bartimaeus, his deep, deepest need was for spiritual healing, deeper than any physical need that he had at that moment. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem to be arrested, to be crucified. And Bartimaeus hears that Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. The crying out for mercy. You have to know that Bartimaeus knew that this was the son of David who he had heard that had healed the sick, who had given sight to the blind before, who had provided for others, who had cast out demons. All he wanted and he cried out was, have mercy on me. A blind beggar 
asked for Jesus' compassion upon him. Church, think about that. He was blind. So you know what that means? He never had the opportunity to see what Jesus had, had done with his physical eyes. But he heard about a man named Jesus. Isn't that the gospel of Jesus Christ? We hear. We don't need to see, but yet we believe. And the crying out of mercy to Jesus led to the ripple effect of my next point, being heard. When Bartimaeus cried out, Jesus stopped. When Bartimaeus cried out, Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called to the blind man, cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Now what I want y'all to see right here, the very people that were rebuking him, the followers of Jesus, tell him to be quiet. Now that Jesus said, call him, we're telling him to be encouraged, stand up. He's calling you. Don't miss this church, but that's for, probably for another sermon. The people in the church were the one who rebuked him. And then when Jesus spoke, he said, bring him here. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Now, blind, you beg for a living, hoping somebody will stop by and put some change or some money shekels in your little cup that you're probably holding out. And Jesus says, come. Throwing his cloak on the side, he jumped to his feet. The reality is, church, when most people are in a state of hopelessness and they don't know what's going on, they usually take everything they have with them to go. But Bartimaeus knew that when Jesus said, come, he threw everything he had and he left it there because he was about to have an encounter with Son of God, the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. When we have an encounter with Jesus Christ, it transforms our life for us to never look back again. And so at that moment, with throwing away his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and he came to Jesus. And Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Sister Joanna, can you imagine Jesus standing before you and saying, what do you want me to do for you? Mother Andrea, Jesus saying, what do you want me to do for you? The all-knowing, omniscient God who knows our every thoughts, our every prayers before we even speak it, says to you, what do you want me to do for you? When I read that, I was just, I was stuck because Jesus already knew at that moment what Bartimaeus wanted. And he says, Rabbi, I want to see. 
brothers and sisters, dare to ask Jesus for what you want. Dare to ask Jesus for what you want. In the book of Ephesians, it says God is able to do so much more than you can ever ask or even think of. That question that Jesus asked was a question, it was a test of his faith. Which brings me to the next point of the ripple effect. The ripple effect of the cry out was being heard. The ripple effect of being heard is the third point, the healing. The blind man said, to, said Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. The reason I asked, I said it was a question of faith that Jesus asked is based on Bartimaeus' response. He told Jesus he wanted to see because that is a request only God could grant. Hear me, church. Bartimaeus' response was, I want to see. He knew that Jesus was the only one that can grant that. Matthew 19, does it not say, with God all things are possible? And Jesus said, go. Your faith has healed you. Jesus accepted Bartimaeus' request as an indication of his faith. But when I read this, I also wondered if Jesus wanted to make a point to the crowd that here is this man that cannot see because he heard, he believes. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. But also recognizing that in other chapters, previous chapters, those people thought if you were born blind, it was probably a sin of your father. So they, many believed that the disability of being blind was some sort of a consequence to a sin. And at that very moment, did he not dispel that? Jesus gave him sight to see. But also at that moment, Bartimaeus didn't only receive a physical healing, but a spiritual one as well. He didn't only want his eyes to be open, but he wanted the eyes of his heart to be open at that moment as well. <laughs> Hear me, church. There's more than meets the eye for those who can see. This brings me to my final point of the ripple effect. The ripple effect of the cry out was being heard. The ripple effect of being heard was the healing. The ripple effect of the healing is my fourth point, the following. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. As you have seen, everything in this passage is done with a sense of urgency. It is done immediately throughout the book of Mark. Bartimaeus' response to his healing was to follow Jesus. Brothers and sisters, think of it this way. You're, on a, you're blind and you're, you're begging. You ask God, Jesus, to have mercy upon you, to have some compassion. Then Jesus stops to hear what you have to say. 
and he heals you. You cannot, you've never seen before with your physical eyes. Wouldn't you want to go and see your family for the first time? Wouldn't want you to go and then go and tell people about this man that just gave you sight? That's not what Bartimaeus did. Bartimaeus did something different. In all of the book, if you've seen where Jesus has said, go, your faith has made you whole. Go, your faith has made you well. Go. Many people where miracles were performed and Jesus said, go, they left. They went to go tell about what he did. Some of them he told, don't say a word. This is in the only passage in the book where someone did it differently. Blind Bartimaeus follow Jesus. That is the epitome of what discipleship looks like, brothers and sisters. And this is what is being done today with the Women's Missionary Society and the YPDers. They are doing something differently. But Christ is still in the center of it all. They are reimagining ministry in a new way where the ripple effect of what they do outside will be seen by the community. It will make somebody stop to come over. And this is an opportunity to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. From that point on, Bartimaeus began following that very day and continued for the rest of his life. In conclusion, brothers and sisters, it is simply that we walk by faith and not by sight. When we cry out to God, the ripple effect is God hears us. He heals us. And our response is to follow him. When one person experiences the truth and life of Jesus Christ, it transforms their life to such an extent that a ripple effect touches others. It transforms their life. An encounter with Jesus Christ will transform your life. You will leave everything behind. And your response is to follow him. And that is the ripple effect that touches others. Amen.